You are tuning in to the Atlanta Realtors Rundown, the official podcast for the Atlanta Realtors. We're here to keep you updated with the latest trends, topics, and keep you in the know of our ever-changing Atlanta market. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to another episode. I'm Dr. Lee Davenport, and I'm honored to be joined by a person who embodies community advocacy and is real estate royalty as a servant leader. Our special guest today is Amy McCoy, broker, owner of My Hometown Realty Group. And here's the rundown on her illustrious service just for the last few years. So here in 2022, she is the National Association of Realtors Leadership Academy participant, the 2022 Federal Financing and Housing Policy Committee member, 2022 Housing Choice Voucher Worker Group member, Presidential Circle Golden R Investor. For the National Association of Real Estate Brokers, she is the 2022 Chairman of Technology, the 2021 Second Vice President of Empire Board of Realtors, the 2021 Top Producer, or one of the top producers, of course, for the West Georgia Board of Realtors, she was the 2019 president, the 2021 Realtor of the Year, the 2020 through this year, 2022, Government Affairs Chairman. Her affiliations include the 2019 CRS Agent of the Year for the Residential Real Estate Council of Georgia, the 2022 Board of Directors member for the LGBTQ Plus Real Estate Alliance, 2022 Director of Education for the Veteran Association of Real Estate Professionals, the Atlanta chapter, and so much more. So like I said, this is real estate royalty here. So thank you for joining today our discussion on making our communities business our business. Welcome, Amy. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Dr. Lee. And let me just say, I know it was a lot. <laughs> that was a lot to read, especially when you're giving out all letters of the alphabet. And, you know, it's a lot to take in. Um, but I'm glad and honored to have an opportunity to serve on all of those. Thank you. Again, your service and commitment to community is amazing. So there's no way I wouldn't read through this because people need to know that yeah. it's possible. Um, because not only have you been a adamant and just a visible presence in so many committees, but it's not like you don't have a family, you don't have children. It's not like all of this is done in a vacuum. So again, it's important and thank you for all the things that you're doing to better our industry. Now, before we get started okay. into our discussion for today, let's play a game that I did not tell you about okay. because I want your <laughs> real answers, your gut responses. Okay. So let's have just some little fun before we get started. Rapid fire real estate questions. Okay. I'll try not to curse in this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so just go with your gut. I'm awesome. going to give you two choices. You tell me which you prefer. So okay. first one, in town or sprawling country estate? Well, so I'm a believer in owning in both. And I do. I, I mean, own out the country. So, but for me, well, I'm outside the perimeter, so I'm in the, I'm in the country. Okay. I'm in Deville. 
<laughs> I love it. No, and this just helps us get to know you. So I yeah. love it. I love it. Deck or patio? Patio. Mm. Ranch or colonial? Ranch. Open floor plan or traditional layout? Open floor plan. Crypto or cash? <laughs> cash is king, baby. <laughs> <laughs> right? Still, at least for now. And still. Soul Cycle or LA Fitness? Soul Cycle. I'm one that has a Nordic track at home, so I'm all oh, about the cycle. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, that's it. So, okay. So, see, <laughs> see, it wasn't anything too bad, too scary. And to your point, you know, anytime I do these type of questions, I think for most of us, it should be both in. I hate yeah. making people choose, but <laughs> thank you for playing. No, I love that. I, I, that definitely is a great icebreaker. And uh, yeah. It's funny because they tell people they think being in Douglasville is like super country and we're 15 minutes from downtown. And I try to tell people we're not country. We're, we're, we've got city life going on here. Um, but so many people are like, you should move downtown. And every time I'm in other cities, I love walking. Um, I'm a walker. I will just take off on you. I could be in a totally another country and I will just go walk solo because I just think it's, I, I love architecture and being able to see everything. And I, it's a difference from a downtown to a country view, but I grew up in Europe. So I love seeing countryside. Ooh. So that's just a little bit of background. I but. didn't know that about growing mm-hmm. up in Europe. How funny and fascinating. That's- oh, I loved it. That's, that is actually what made part of me, me, <laughs> you know, my, my mother's from England. Um, she migrated here when she was 14 and got her citizenship and then joined the military. And, and my father's from country town in uh, Preston, Georgia, which is a dirt road away from Columbus and a dirt road away from America, as I tell people. So, you know, I get the best of both, both worlds and from exposure of looking at what a, a small poverty uh, a town that's impoverished and has a historical uh, reference of being one of the poorest country, uh, counties and then having my mother who grew up from my grandmother who was pretty much raised in bomb shelters because of World War II and so having that same type of mentality and and trying to find your way so yeah it, it's it's a good it was a good learning life I love that Amy and it really explains why you are a person of the people Thank you. Thank you for acknowledging that. I love that. (laughs) Yes. So to all of this, to the point of all of this, what has been your approach to Mary being a real estate broker, which is a full-time job? I feel like that reel or the TikTok where she's like, it's a full-time job. (laughs) It's a full-time job to do that. But then you are, as I've already listed off, truly a servant. You are a community advocate. So how do you blend all of these things together? You know, and it's a very tough question, but it's, it actually is a question that excites me that people are interested to hear. Because even for my company, I always tell my agents, you know, hey, uh, we're community advocates first, and we sell homes along the way. And I know that's a different approach for more, more entrepreneurs and business minded folks, because, you know, Everything we do impacts that dollar and what we bring in the house. Um, But one thing I can't change about me is I can't change that I'm biracial. I can't change that I was born a woman. You know, I can't change those things. And when I see um, how, you know, community policies or, you know, the way we have just 
always done things in the state or, you know, hey, we really are not going to enforce the laws on a national level. It's those things that I can't change about me, but it changes the way you think of me or it changes the way that you feel about my acceptance of something. You know, the only time we really get up in arms about affirmative action is when there's a conversation of reparations, right? So, you know, those are things I can't quite change about me. So I want to make sure that other people are knowledgeable and that are able to validate that, yes, hey, we see you, we understand you might be having some challenges. This is how we can change it together. And I think, um, so when we talk about marrying, it really does come down to you have to see that other person on the other side of the fence, see who they are, um, and and just come at it a form of respect, you know, and but having respect enough for yourself to knowing when is something you can tolerate listening to something and then when you can't and being a grown up enough to be able to say, you know what, hey, I appreciate your but I, I'm a, I'm a, I need to head out. I've got another appointment or whatever. So it's some it's very tough because we always talk about what's your work life balance. And for me, it's it's always gonna be imbalanced until we acknowledge what wrongs we're doing um, and why there is a need for community advocacy. We see so much with exclusionary zoning in different communities. Um, and you know, we live in a, a not only just a city, but a state that is very segregated. And I think about the civil rights era and how allies came to help us to be able to promote why it's important for them to have a seat at the table, that we need to be that voice for others just the same. Um, even from LGBTQ community, you know, um, I, I sit on a board, which I love being a part of the board. Um, and, you know, I, I, I remember reaching out and saying, hey, you know, Atlanta's, is like this black Mecca, but we don't have representation that sits on our board. So what do I need to do? I don't need to just be the one talking about it. Let me actually put my hand into it, it stand up and be a part of it. And that's how we really change things. Nobody, not everybody has to be the leader of the pack. And sometimes you can lead from behind or at the side or just being a helping hand. That's what leadership really should be about. And so I apply a lot of those same practices within my own brokerage. Um, so that way my my agents are not necessarily feeling like, oh my God, we gotta only do what Amy says. I'm, I'm trying to build them and mentor them to being leaders because one day they're like other agents that have left the company have become brokers themselves and open their own company. I'm okay with allowing you to see and let your wings spread. I wanna make sure that you're armed and prepared for what's ahead. And so I don't think you can ever not be married to it because we influence policy. So um, yeah, I love that question though. I hope I answered it right. I love that you said you noticed that there wasn't enough representation and for you, it didn't become a source of, well, let me complain only. Not, not that there isn't a, a, a need for even voices to just say, hey, this isn't right, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But I love that you said, okay, I'm going to actually do something about it mm -hmm. and participate. Mm -hmm. What would you say to those of us who 
yes, we do see things in various arenas where we're like, you know, that doesn't seem quite right. But yet maybe because of whatever's going on with our family or mm -hmm. whatever, our business, maybe we are brokers. Maybe there's just a lot of things on our plate. Mm -hmm. How do we still take that leap and decide to get involved? Tell us a little more about, you know, I love that. I love that question. And I'm going to actually, um, J. Cole got an amazing song, right? And uh, he's an amazing artist. If you are unfamiliar with J. Cole, I recommend you listen to his music. Um, but he has a song um, that's on there, and it's talking about a, a woman who is very pro-advocate and, you know, is, is beating it down people's throats, right? And... But what we've learned from in that uh, context he was giving is that it's a lack of education, it's a lack of uh, support, it's a lack. There's a lot of things that are lacking. If you, if unless you really listen to his lyrics, you might miss it. And I think of that the same way that I look at life. And because some people they're like, oh well, you know, Amy, they only give you the microphone because you have money, or you know, that's because you don't have kids right now, or you know, if you had someone at home, well. You know, I was married before. Um, I was planning on getting married again, but unfortunately lost my fiance. He had children, we had a great household, and he happened to be my biggest cheerleader because he saw the things I was going through and was able to help pick me up and keep me going forward. We all have challenges in our lives, um, but like I said, sometimes we can't run away from who we are. And if you find yourself a ser as a servant, I think God opens up ways for you to be able to either minister to someone that gets insp that inspires someone to then say, hey, you know what, I wanna be involved. You know what, here's an avenue for you to be involved. If this group doesn't let you in, this group will. And maybe your, um, your trying to think the word I wanna say, maybe your goals actually align with them. You just gotta find the common ground. You know, some people think, oh, well, because it's LGBTQ, I don't identify with that. Well, we all do. We, you know, we're all different shades of that rainbow. You know, I don't think people um, see it that way, but that just comes with a lack of education. And that's where you want to be. If, if you may not have the time available, but maybe you have the education or the information that will help assist someone in that's trying to get into their leadership climb. Maybe you can just be a mentor to that person if you can't serve on that board or, you know, help them out on their business side of things. Um, you know, I think we all can be contributors to, to help change things without it feeling like it's a full on takeover. Like I don't have to serve on every board whether I choose to or not, I don't have to serve on all that. But I can make a contribution to it. And I think that's what um, people feel with titles. I really feel like you're highlighting the fact that advocacy does not mean just one thing. It does not have to be done only in maybe some of the traditional ways of volunteering. That's what I'm really hearing you say. And I feel like that should be like a woosah moment for most of us, right? Mm -hmm. Like, okay, yeah, you're right. I don't have to necessarily give an extra 60 hours a week that I don't have um, to participate in various committees and organizations like you've mentioned. So to that point, what are some other things? So you mentioned um, you could help 
people from the side, from the mm-hmm. back. You've mentioned some things. So tell me a little more. Yeah, what to dive a little more like? into that, you've got financial contributions, right? Um, you know, I think uh, I think I'm working on a, a current um, uh, publication right now talking about our education system and how it relates to fair housing. And, you know, so I won't step into that completely, but in the the interviews that I'm, I'm conducting and the way I've seen from when I came up through school or listening now to parents or seeing how communities are, are run, what I learned is sometimes people only show, show up if they're getting paid or if there's a title attached. And it doesn't require either, right? Um, because what I've learned um, is that it's social capital you're working towards. We do better in leadership when we are able to influence, not necessarily dictate and and direct and all that because you win together, not just by yourself. Um, And so how getting people involved, right, is having a sit down or a phone conversation or just, and I do this all the time. Hey, I wanna help you. How can I help you? And in return, somebody with that same respect is, look, I'm a big advocate for you. Let me also help you. And so that, that, type of reciprocation comes is founded off of respect. And so it didn't mean that I had to contribute financially. It didn't mean that I had to go join the committee. It didn't mean that, you know, it could be something that's isolated as one project. And I would love for you to sow that seed with me. You know what I mean? And that's what it comes down to. I think, I think that's where it should start. Um, if there's something you're interested in being a part of, you don't necessarily have to be on the board of directors, but you can be a member. You can be someone who contributes. I mean, remember that's what the whole suggestion box used to be about. <laughs> and now we have social media to, to air it all out. But I think that there is a type of intent that has to be brought forward from the giving person, but also the receiving person, you know? I'm chuckling over here and forgive me. I know it's like, why is she laughing? I am laughing because literally what was it this week or just a few days ago amy shot me an email like hey i want to help with x y and z and within i feel like definitely it was the same day she got a response with things that needed to be done so (laughs) i chuckled because i'm like you're right that is it it actually is that simple Mm -hmm. where we can reach out to whether it's the local association, whatever it may be, where we're trying to get more involved, we see, Mm -hmm. hey, there's a need. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's a DM, a quick email. That part. Of how can you, how can I help? How can I get involved? You know, you hear people in the, in the celebrity world, like, oh, I slid in a DM. But honestly, (laughs) I do the same on a professional standpoint. Um, You know, when I can't get access to something here in the United States, in the United States, (laughs) I'm going international with it. I am reaching out to heads of companies, heads of states, heads, you know, I make it a point. I'm a part of boards that are not just real estate related. Real estate has, is focused around every part of the way life is ran from government to education, to the way the food is distributed. Like we play a major part in all of that. But some of the other boards I'm a part of are, you know, uh, work on international stuff. Um, you know, relations with trade relations with those other countries or making sure that they're getting adequate vaccines or, you know, uh, 
not just PPP, but also, you know, mosquito netting, you know, Zika and uh, Ebola virus is still a real thing. <laughs> like, let me get, let me make sure I stress that. And so they may not be necessarily real estate related, but they impact the real estate that happens here in Georgia, from the type of import and exports that we bring out in Savannah, the type of jobs that are created around those companies, the logistics companies that work for that. I'm thinking about where do those employees are going to reside at? How far do they have to commute to go back and forth to that job? That executive that runs that job, that's one of the challenges that we see where I live right now is their thought is that everybody wants to live on an acre of land, has to have a five-bedroom house on a basement if they're considered a professional. I'm a millennial still. Well, I'm on that borderline. Who knows? You're elder millennials. I'm, I'm That's elder what I call it. I'm That's a very what mature I call it. millennial. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I... I'm not that person. I, I sold my four bedroom to live in a two bedroom. You know, I look at there, I, I hate cutting grass. I want my garden to look plush and, you know, bless my tenant's heart. She lives in my garage apartment and every day she comes and cuts me fresh flowers and I have them sitting around my house. I mean, I'm blessed to have her in my life. And, you know, I looked at what I imagine my life to be like and there are things that are falling short. Like I love walkability, but I don't have a lot of grocery stores or uh, commercial space near where I live. Okay, well, to tackle that is let's look at the transportation. How does our transportation set up so that way those that may not, you know, have a car that they're able to get to work or able to get to the grocery store? Or, or how long does it take for them to get on that public transportation just to go a mile down the road? Is it really going to take us two hours? So it's really properly assessing, but thinking far enough and ahead to be innovative to make sure we're not excluding, excluding members of the community that could be very well assets and contributors to what our, our, our community should and feel like. All of that is just, it's, it gets the chef's kiss, right? <laughs> I love it. Here's the thing uh -huh. um, that maybe we can end on is in thinking about community advocacy, yeah. And everything you said. And honestly, I want to just take a moment to speak to those that may be listening that do, again, believe there's work to be done in our communities. However, maybe they're actually a little intimidated. Mm -hmm. I ran down your part, just part, probably only 15% of your resume, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then even hearing you speak, you do a lot. Mm -hmm. So for just the person who has not yet really gotten involved, what would you say would be maybe that first step? Just being aware, you know, um, being present. We walk down the street with our nose in our phones, right? And we get more um, anxious about what we read on social media, thinking, oh my God, everybody in the world thinks this about us, right? That we downplay ourselves. And, you know, Marcus Garvey already told you, you know, if you can't believe in yourself, you already, you look, you, you, you out. You know what I mean? And so we need to, and I'm paraphrasing, don't nobody quote me on saying she don't know what she was talking about. No but fact you, checkers, <laughs> please. No, don't do that. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's one of those that, um, if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else will believe in you. And if you don't believe, if you believe something is not right in the moment, you should raise your hand and say, hey, I need clarity just to make sure I'm understanding. I look at a community that um, that 
I was involved in, I saw that was going downhill, right? And it was predominantly a black and brown community. And I was wondering, why are we living like this? And I found out that, okay, well, you know, their delinquency in their HOA, their delinquency in their taxes, you know, well, why is that? Oh, I found out it was owned by uh, a company that's mostly out of Israel. And so what I did within 48 hours, I flew to Israel and sat there with people um, saying, hey, pay your taxes, pay your HOAs. We have people that live in this community that don't deserve that their value is going down. I wound up picking up 60 clients that day because I took the effort to just go show up and tell them what was happening. You know, and I didn't get all the clients because, you know, some are, are going to be reserved. Who is this black girl showing up to Israel to, to, to tell me about my property? But I had to look at it from the lens of someone who grew up in government housing, um, how my family was raised, things like that. We don't know the perspective of what someone's coming from, but that's where validation comes in. That's where listening comes in. And so if you feel like you can be a contributing member to your community or want to get engaged with a board, and you provide a unique experience, don't give up. You, you put in that application, you show up to meetings, even if they don't allow you to really speak at the board, at least be present. You know, one of the things that we say, because it's election year, right? Um, you can go sit down at your election board meeting. You don't necessarily have to say anything, but you can be aware of how things are happening and what is being done there. You know, most boards, they're not one side versus the other. There's different people that sit on there and they're volunteers just like you and I would be, right? They're not paid for it, but they have an influence. And you can go and find out what that influence is and how it's happening and what those conversations by being in the room. Unless they say closed door meeting, you are welcomed. And you should be given the opportunity to say, hey, I just want to find out how my community is ran, how this committee is ran, how this board is operating. What do we stand for? And I think that is another point that we are, are missing. We sometimes don't even know what we stand for anymore because we've been so used to taking away and telling, we're still trying to divine civil rights, right? So we're so quick to post this judgment of what party affiliation you're a part of that we're missing that the other person that's having, whether it's an opposing view or complimentary view, we're shutting them off before they even have an opportunity to say, I wanna be a part and help the process. I just say, open your eyes, Atlanta. We, we are more than, than our skin tone. We are more than uh, our ages. We are more than, um, you know, whatever that may be. We, we are more because we all have different experiences that can contribute to, you know, whether the growth or the opposite. <laughs> some people can mess some stuff up, right? <laughs> be like, who gave them that seat? But... <laughs> You know, we got to give them the opportunity. And that's where we what we've been lacking on in Atlanta is making sure that people have an opportunity. We talk about it, but we don't give it. So. Amy McCoy, Yay. thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your words of wisdom. And I'm really hopeful that any and everyone that hears this pod today will, at the very least, to your point, seek to be more aware at yeah. the very least. There's so many other things that you shared, but I love awareness. That's so beautiful to, uh, as a starting place. 
and then maybe we can be like her and fly to Israel in 48 hours too. I, that's I've done amazing. many. I've done many. I'm quick to, to pick up and travel by myself, right? Like I will go on an international trip by myself, no problem. Um, but, you know, the biggest thing is when you're a big believer and you have access to that, utilizing what you have yeah. and being purposeful in order to help, you know, swing the pendulum to, to help others. So, yeah, that's all I got for you. <laughs> I think people are going to probably be curious about how can they keep up with your journey and other things that you're doing, mm -hmm. as well as all of this great advocacy. So tell us, okay, how can we keep up with you? So um, I am, it's funny, the county where I live, when I'm in the uh, conference, uh, chamber meetings, um, I had got with a publicist, and so I'm always like, I am the Amy McCoy, and so and now it's a .com. So I, so if you want to connect with me, you can check me out at theamymccoy.com, um, and you can get all my contacts uh, or collaborate with me. And if you know, I know we're on a real estate show, but if you need, a, I've got several realtors that are even my clients. So you know, we call it what it is. I'm here to help you. Please reach out theamymccoy.com. Thank you again, Amy. And that's it for the rundown for today, gang. But uh, we'll see you on the next pod. Thank you for tuning in to the Atlanta Realtors Rundown. Please subscribe. And for more information on how to get engaged, check us out at atlantarealtors.com. We look forward to having you join us for the next episode.